Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we will be reviewing um, that sort of... Um, You're not going to say well-known, are you? <laughs> horror sci-fi. I, I don't know. Sure oh, it's more of a horror film. Okay, it's a horror film called Frogs. Frogs. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. Yeah. yeah. That's my impersonation of a frog. Yeah. I gotta admit that it's. N- this one's an interesting one. It has Sam Elliott in yeah, it. Sam Elliott, yeah. Who's, yeah. An, who's been an awesome actor from for many years. He's been in a lot of things. He's been in a lot of movies and some TV programs. He's done voiceovers. Uh, Sam Elliott. Uh, and we'll talk about him a bit later on, but um, he, he's a main. One of the main stars, and uh, Ray Milland is the other main star who plays a crappy, grunty, old business tycoon, rich guy, and and he gets his just desserts somewhere later in the movie. <laughs> what do you think? Mm, quite right. I like desserts. Mm, so do I. Especially when it's done to someone who is nasty or... Yeah. You remember that account or solicitor guy in Jurassic Park got eaten by a T-Rex? Yeah. That's a yay job. This is a bit like a yay I job. I wonder, too. when they yeah. did Frogs and it was released in theatre, probably theatres, I think, whether or not people cheered when no, um, no, no. the um, bad guys got their just desserts. Yeah, yeah. well, when the animals yeah, did the bits, yeah. Because yeah. there's going to be a lot of... People who you may find this hard to believe, but there are a lot. Mm. The, apart from Sam Elliott, who's a nice guy, the He's rest really of the nice other guy. characters seem to be um, um, uh, posh so and rich, snobby. So, uh, rich, uh, so what's so self-absorbed? That selfish. Sort of thing. Yeah, it's selfish, except for one of them. Hmm. Well, no, well, yeah. Now that's unfair because uh, one of the direct family people. Played by I think Joan Van Ark. Yeah. Uh, she's a nice girl, and yeah. she and she re- she kind of likes um, yeah. the. She ca- rebels a bit against the fa- uh, grandfather. Yeah, the, grandfather. grandfather. Uh, and uh, there's a lady who's the girlfriend of one of the family guys. She's a, a nice lady. She's an actress, model type thing, and she doesn't like this. Uh, uh, Bowing and scraping to the Lord and Master of the Manor, sort yeah, of thing. Even, so yeah, mm. yeah. Even though her husband tells her one day this guy will, pa- yeah. will pass away and we'll get yeah. a fortune. Well, we'll get our share of the, his fortune and stuff. Just bear with me. Yeah, yeah. it's just like one of those. Oh, um, was that the other guy who said that? It's the guy you're thinking of. No, what? what? Oh yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, as I was mm. saying, it's like it puts me in mind of a, a who done it by where a lot of people are. In a, in one spot, or what you know, in a mansion, and they're all here for particular different reasons, mostly because mm. of their grandfather's money. And actually, it's, I'm glad you said in a mansion, mm. because this is a pretty, I wouldn't say a basic movie. It's not multiple scenes. Oh, let's go here, let's go there. It's all centered around this plantation building, apparently on an island. Mm. Um and um near a swamp near a swamp and <laughs> a waterways and whatever and that's where most of the filming's been taken mm. uh which when you do a nice contained film uh sometimes it works quite nicely you don't need to go oh let's go over here let's go over there let's go yeah, yeah it costs a lot more money yeah. doing that apart way from and a lot more time s- apart from some mm. scenes i imagine they probably had to film 
on an, an actual um, spot, you know, of the mansion. But they probably did have to find other areas to film in to make well, the. Um, I, look, I've got a funny feeling the way it's, it's been written up on the internet and whatever. Uh, the information I can find, all the filming was done in situ at the property. Mm, I see. So there was, I don't believe there's any studio work involved. Uh, I'm just referring to, maybe they may have found mm. other grass or jungle areas or swamp no, areas no, to make it look more that's, authentic, that's just I, in case I, I they think, couldn't. I believe, from what I just said to you, I think all the filming was done there okay it's just that you know what they always say you never get satisfied with the location you shoot at sometimes you may have to select another spot to make sure you get the seat get the the spots you need to complete the product the the product i know what you're saying but i just said i believe from what i can read up on it it was all done in one location okay so okay. let's move on move um, along. so now, who stars and well, directs and produced by here Produced by George Edwards and Peter Thomas. Directed by George McCowan. Now, the story was written by Robert Hutchison, and he actually wrote the screenplay along with a Robert Bleas. Hmm. Now, when it gets onto the budget and box office, I've got no bloody idea because there's no details on how much it cost and how much it made. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying it's a, a cheap and nasty. Uh, it's just I can't find out what it cost. Um... I don't know what it made at box office, uh, and I can't find too much on the way of reviews either. Yeah. So maybe it was relegated to the drive-ins or mm. not being... You know, or small theatres. Small theatres. Oh, I've got no idea. You know, because some of these mm. movies, whether they're like maybe a few out there, the ones that start, they're independent ones at the beginning... Um, they go on to become well known, but they they kind of well, corner the the small local theatres. So I, I first saw this movie, I think, at the drive-in years ago when and I was a young man, <laughs> uh, and I think it was on the midnight flicks. You know, we, you know, we have uh, the main features uh, being taken care of an hour later. All the uh, the boys and girls <laughs> going there for a, not a late night double feature or something or other. You know, mm. on Friday the thirteenth or something or other. Or yeah, we went. We did, I think I did one of those. That's yeah. why I saw Frog the first time. I think that when yeah. they did um, Chainsaw Massacre, the first one, that was sort of independent and one, th- and that would have been a and like, it would have been a release. small theater, mm. just like yeah. and a lot yeah, of other like stuff, art house sort of stuff, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm. small stuff. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah. Um, okay. Actors, it's interesting. We've got a guy, the main guy, Ray Milland. Now, I'm not going to say he was at the end of his career at this point in time, Mm. but Ray Milland started acting in 1928. This is 1972. Wow. So, playing an old, grumpy old, rich tycoon sort of business guy... Uh, he handled it well. He's definitely the right age bracket. Mm. Uh, and oh, did you know he wore a toupee in the, in some of the scenes? Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Oh, actually, all the scenes because it kind of he kind of sweated and sometimes it fell off during oh, yeah. um you know some scenes accidentally. Makeup and, and then <laughs> um they would have to cut call cut and had to re- yeah. replace it yeah. back onto his yeah. head. It again. might be warm where we're doing it, but it was. Well, anyway, irrespective, moving right along. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so he ended his acting career in 85 and he passed away the following year. Damn. 
No, well, the point is, that, I mean, I think he would have kept going hmm. if he didn't die. So Good he's point. one of those guys who just kept going on and going and going and going. So I take my hat off to Ray Moland. I mean, he was in a lot of movies and TV programs. He was sometimes a main actor, but more a very good support co-star type guy. Okay, like cool. he was in Premature Burial. Ooh. I think there's, I think it was a Roger Corman one. I can't remember. Uh, he was in the Man with the X-ray Eyes. I heard that one. He didn't mind doing the odd weird stuff, uh, but he's in ordinary dramas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dramas. I think it, the man, uh, some yeah. sort of guy off two heads or something or other. Or, yeah, I know, actually saw that whatever. one. I heard that, that was an interesting Which one. one. The thing with two heads, whatever they call it. Oh, the head with two things. Yeah, the head. <laughs> as as uh, Elvira said it. Oops, <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry. Uh, the head, yeah, uh, head anyway, with anyway, moving on. So who else stars? Nah, okay. Moving right along here. Uh, Sam Elliott, he plays... Oh, sorry. Ray Milan plays Jason Crockett. He's the head of the family. Man. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. now, Sam Elliott plays a wildlife photographer who's snooping around the island. Mm. Now, Sam has be, also been in many films and TV appearances, but because of his personality and he's the way he talks or whatever. He ended up going into a lot more Western sort of roles, even though he didn't do all Western movies and stuff, but he ended up doing a lot of Westerns. And I think the last thing we saw him in would have been, um, not, uh, what's the motorbike one? Um, Ghost Rider. Mm, yeah. He played the old cowboy guy in the, uh, the, yeah. the Ghost Rider. I thought he, that when he, yeah. that was probably the first time I ever saw, seen him in, yeah. before but, I started watching uh, Frogs and yeah. The Legacy and yeah. any other previous movies he may yeah. have done yeah. in so the as past. He, as a young man, he was tall, handsome, good looking, uh, good physique. Yeah, he, he could have done a lot, a lot of other different things, but I suppose his personality and everything. Yeah. Many more suited for the laid back roles. Yeah, I guess mm. it's a little and, hard and to, especially yeah. with an accent like his. I mean, he had nice. Uh, I wouldn't say southern, but more of a bit of a country drawl and stuff. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, some people, and a deep voice yeah, and some things. movies they yeah. don't really wish <laughs> to use an accent, but he, but yeah. it's not bad to use one every now and then. Well, it depends in a movie. where you're coming from. Yeah. And considering that he's in those previous roles, um, he's playing a natural nice guy, yeah. and he's not. Um, <clears throat> Comes off as a cowboy in that one. Oh, like yeah. some people okay. are often. Actually, he played. He had a role in The Simpsons at one stage, and he played a cowboy in that as well. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> in some movies, they whenever you do have an accent, they they make you they look. Capitalize they capitalise the fact you're a cowboy, so they just Yahoo, dress you yip, up yip. like one instead of just let you um, yeah, wear ordinary clothes. Now, it's and really pull funny it off. you said that. It's when you, the way someone talks. Hmm. Okay. There's guys like ah oh, crikey. Uh, Anthony Quinn. Yeah. He's played Mexicans. He's played Italians. He's played, <laughs> he's played everything. He, he, oh, he, we need an accent, bung him in. Mm. He, that sort of thing. He was in Guns and Never Own playing a Greek. Mm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, oh, he, he'll, he'll pass. And, uh, mm, anyway, moving on. So, <laughs> who else stars in this? Uh, I'll gloss over some of the other ones, but we'll stop and talk about a couple of them. Joan Van Ark, she plays Karen. She's pretty. She's a nice uh, younger relative of Jason. He's a daughter, not granddaughter. Yeah, granddaughter. I thought the little kids were granddaughter, granddaughter. Um, yeah, great grandkids. I think. Great, okay, okay. So great. Yeah. Okay, she's there. I think that. Yeah. Um, the older people who um, um, the lady who chases butterflies and the other guy, yeah. they're like his ki- his kids, oh, and okay, that's right, yeah. and. 
whatever. those kids, younger yeah. people, mm, are right. their yeah. kids. And then they designate the roles in the movie. And to, to I guess the little blurry. kids would be great grandkids, whatever. if that's how it works. But anyway. they still call them grandpa, yada, yada. Yeah, it's whatever. part of the anyway, whole thing. Karen, she plays Jason's whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, young, younger relative. <laughs> uh, and she's a nice lady. And, and um, <clears throat> Sam Elliott's character, right? Um, he's um, yeah, she likes him. Yeah. <laughs> Got the hearts for him. Well, hey. he's good natured and yeah. nice, and she and he in, in turn likes her because yeah. he's the only she's the only decent person anyway, that doesn't give him a right hard along. time. Oh, yeah, uh, Adam Rourke plays her brother, who's an arrogant, uh, self-centered creep who hasn't got out of his uh, his high school and football days. Yeah, and he's got a wonderful wife. Uh, played by Lynn Borden, and that's Jenny, and um, she's a bigger pain in the bum than he is. Now, there's two people here, Tina and Jay Crockett. They could be the kids, Um, I think. I think they are. And that's Dale Willingham and Hal Hodges. If that's the kids, they play pretty good kid roles. I mean, it's really hard to work with kids. Um, So, yeah. Now, aha. Judy Pace, she plays Bella Garrington, an attractive model, the girlfriend of one of the other people. Which yeah. Are, yeah. Uh, now, she had been acting in films uh, and doing things from uh, 1963 to 2017, so she's been around. Quite a while. Mm. Been doing her things. Now, she plays that uh, that role, and May Mercer, she pays Maybell, a female servant. Now, I know it sounds like a bit of typecasting, guys. Get over it. Yeah, uh, guys, get now, over May, it. But May was the American blues singer and actress. She did blues singing in uh, Paris, France, and whatever, came back to America to pursue an acting career. She wasn't in heaps and heaps of movies, uh, but she did quite a few. She said a handful. Uh, a couple Dirty Harry, The Beguiled Frogs, obviously. Cindy and Pretty Baby. Um, yeah. And she also was a co-producer of a documentary film, uh, Angela Davis, Port of a Revolutionary. Cool. So there you go. I won't mention the other people. They're, 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 just, they're just cannon fodder for the crocodiles and the spiders and stuff. And the frogs. And the frogs. Actually, I'll talk about the frogs. No, I'll talk about the frogs now. Some One of the reviewers said, I don't know why it was called frogs. Should because, be called toads. No, no because... <laughs> Most of the killings during the movies were done by lizards, snakes, crocodiles, birds, birds, whatever, and the frogs were just hanging around. But I got the funny feeling that the frogs were the ones orchestrating it, yeah. coordinating the other animals and reptiles and stuff to do their bits. I think the frogs were the evil guys behind it. Don't trust a frog, okay? Yeah. But then again, <laughs> they play the... Um, um, when they way to the end, um, they play a very interesting oh, yeah, role, which kind of no, seals yeah, their fate yeah, with yeah, the yeah, um, but, evil tycoon. But all through the movie, the frogs just hanging around and jumping around yeah. and just getting close and you, to the house. And, and we get close-up shots where they ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. Yeah, yeah. And, which and they look like they're ta- communicating. They to are. One that's another. what I think. I think they're communicating with the other animals. Yeah. Saying we need to do this. this person's coming into your area. Come on. Black snake over there, someone's over there, cotton mouse yeah. snake will need you there. Yeah. And yet, and As I said yeah, before, yeah. they're not frogs per se, they're, they're, like toads, they're toads. I don't know what a frog looks like in America. They're, they're, 
If see, in Australia, it looked more like see, a toad. frogs yeah. are, I say, very small, but these ones, yeah. toads are a lot more bigger. And they, and they weren't green, and they, but they, they and might, might be different versions of frogs. Again, these are, they come from the same family. They're both amphibians, so well, yeah. I won't pick at um, the director. And you've got three frogs. And, ah. and I won't pick the these poor animals to death. No, well, they're, they're amphibians and reptiles. Mm. Anyway, do you want to tell the story now? Yes, yeah, so it starts Once with... Once upon a time. So it starts with Pickett Smith, who's just taking photos oh, of Sam. of the um, Birmingham swamp areas, taking photos of the animals and of sewage being left behind by 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 in, by by individual. Indiv- Actually, that was one part that bugs me. What's they're, that? Supposed to, they're supposed to be on an island. Yes. Where's all the industrial series coming from? Maybe he didn't row over to the island till because he. Well, they, maybe. Had go, they had to get the boat to the mainland later on to get off the island. Yeah, so. Well, they need to go around their island and all the sewage coming in off their thingy. Well, maybe and, yeah. he while he was rowing towards the island, he was rowing past the swamp area, mm. which had all these bits and pieces in there, yeah. including a very big. Pipe. Well, I'm going to mention that yeah. was probably that's dumping legal sewage well, into yeah, the Yang canals into lake. You wouldn't have a factory in a swamp, and mm. the only thing there was the uh, island. So Who says it was I, a factory? It could have been. Well, um, someone was flushing the toilet an awful lot, were they? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that maybe, just maybe, there was an illegal truck park there that no. was legally dumping. Yeah, they it. wouldn't be dumping out of a pipe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it, it a little bit confusing there. Anyway, I'm no expert. So, anyway, he then can, he's on a canoe, just so you know, and he pedals, I mean, p- paddles the um, canoe out into the middle of the lake where a very big um, boat, um, what's, what's it called? Oh, so it's a power boat. A power yeah, boat. Yeah, power boat. Yeah. And, Racing boat. Topic, and Karen yeah. and her brother are, are Testing the motor it. and then get yahooing all over the place yeah. without any care about and anybody else. My brother water. is no doubt drinking. He's yeah, he, he, he's got a tinny in one hand and the steering wheel of the boat in the other. You yeah. know, you know, and the he type. knocks yeah. Mr. Pickett Smith off well, his he, boat. He swamps his boat. Yeah. And not to mention all oh, his diving equipment and his camera are now lost under the bottom of the water. Yeah. Supposedly. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Anyway, he they eventually promised to take him back to the to the mansion for his, so he can tidy up and have a bit of lunch. Yeah, and they're gonna write a check for any lost goods or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. As rich folk do sometimes. Yeah. Of course, as we said, Karen um gets a, develops a soft spot for our here our antagonist. Did you say I mean, what, protagonist. Did you say what he was doing out there taking photographs? Yeah, he oh, says oh, he's yeah. a a nature photographer, and he's there to do a special study study on, on waste yeah. being. Yeah, ec- ecological the, um, problems, yeah, like yeah. pollution and stuff, yeah. Yeah, stuff and, like that. Yeah, around. And so yeah. he was doing a lot of stuff out there. That's why he's out there paddling yeah. around. So yeah. he meets Mr. Mm. Crockett, the fa- the rest of the family, and Mr. Crockett is a really um, nasty piece in this movie. Nasty, arrogant, mm. overbearing, self-centered, me, me, me. Tycoon. Do, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, typhoon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do a lot, I do, because I'm always right. Sort yeah. of attitude, you yeah, know. Exactly. You know the type. I've worked for those sort of guys. Me yeah. too, and I feel not really happy. About yeah, it. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Right along. So, mm-hmm. event they try to discuss what to do about the frogs. Seeing the frogs make lots of noise, ribbit, ribbit, and they're quite ribbit, near the mansion, ribbit, or not ribbit, very near. They're just they ribbit, and all that. Ribbit. Would you shut up? Ribbit. <laughs> 
I'm just giving some sound effects. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, they they discuss poisoning them in the in the water, but Mister. Smith says, if you do that, you'd be poisoning other things in yeah, the water too. Yeah, you're killing the fish and other things. You could kill the fish, snakes, kill yeah. the water snakes, Everybody. kill anything. Birds, yeah. It's yeah. A- he then was advised by the tycoon to go check out a guy who was poisoning the area for yeah, all the... Um, mosquitoes and stuff up the yeah. other end. Or, I think it was mosquitoes. Um, so yeah, and some whatever. of the frogs and the mm-hmm. snakes and yeah. whatever he comes across. Yeah. So he... Pickett goes walking, traipsing up there, and he sees the um, abandoned jeep, I think it was. Yeah, jeep, yeah. And he finds the uh, man who's in, along with a lot of snakes and, and frogs jumping on him. And a he lot wasn't of, very well, was yeah, he? No. As he turns him over, we see that he's completely um, dead. Yeah, he, his face was and body looked like he'd been chewed up by the snakes a bit and you yeah. know he gets swelling yeah. and horrible and you yeah, he'd av- been laying there for a couple of hours to avoid a disaster Smelly. and a bit of crisis mm-hmm. Mr. Crockett tells Pickett not to say this to any anybody of the because they're there for the the 4th of July weekend yeah. which also is to celebrate his birthday and, f- and I think three of the other family members yeah. he didn't want anything to spoil their function yeah mm-hmm. so anyway Mr. Yes, Pickett stays the night <laughs> and there was a moment between him and Karen that night where he's, where she finds it fascinating that he's a photographer and she, well, she just likes him. They had a slight moment outside under the moonlight. Mm. Of course, they hear a lot of those frog noises, mating calls, whatever you want. But anyway, moving on. Um, the next morning, we are in full swing of the 4th of July and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yep, yep, yep. And... As so soon enough, the um they begin to get themselves organised for Fourth of July, organising the games, croquet, Fireworks. and um King of the um of the log, whatever. I think, yeah, it's, it's some stupid. Game. I wouldn't play the games either. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't even play it with that with Karen's brother, yeah. for that matter. He seems like a total yeah. cheat. He, he was um a bit like his grandfather or father or whatever. Yeah. He, yeah, arrogant. I want to win all the time, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the best. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Well, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so all the family members, they all, some of them die in very mysterious ways or unknown to the other people in the house. Meaning, um, uh, one old lady who goes off to, you know, for to find a butterfly, I think it was, for mm. a collection. That's a bit later. Yeah. And she gets um, attacked by a snake, although well, the- most people thought she may have gotten. Um, in in uh, a previous poster, she looked like she was going to sink into the swamp, but that didn't happen. No, you never you never go by the posters, folks. Yeah, <laughs> just like one of the posters you see probably in the trailer, you'll see um, a yeah. giant frog with a hand protruding from its mouth. Like, like it ate somebody, and there's no big frogs in it. No, no. no. There's, there's a sense of reality here. They're like all normal-sized frogs. I like yeah, to think. Yeah. There was a bit of a lack of communication between the the, the market designer who was designing the poster, and he thought maybe it's just a giant frog so attacking people. So it's a big one. It's not that big though. Yeah. yeah. No, so there was probably the bowling balls there was biggest. probably a lack of communication, yeah. which I often think it's always important to have communication anyway, when you're working on let, films like this. Let's try to get this in order. That okay. lady happened later on. Okay. So anyway, another the phones were out. Yeah, the phones were out. So they sent one of these. Yeah. Younger guys out there, one of the family members yeah. out to check the phone lines. Yeah. Up, he ends know. up shooting a few birds yeah. while and he's And then he sits his leg. 
Yeah, accidentally, and Ooh. he ends up collapsing to the ground, and these tarantula type yeah, tarant- I think tarantula, yeah, yeah. spiders start um, dropping yeah. on him and start um, biting him. And they'll drop me moss on him, and yeah, like that. That uh, I think it's old man's whiskers or whatever they call it. It grows yeah, off the trees. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. Anyway, by the time he's dead, they <laughs> cover him with lots of lots of um, web. You see, you wouldn't see me and, walking down, the, down a pathway. And yeah, a little bit of up, old yeah. man's whiskers, too. I think it's old man's whiskers, I think it's called, yeah. Anyway, um, like, Pickett mm. is down there, but he doesn't see the dead man, and he fu- discovers some other stuff along the way, realising that they're in deep sh- trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Another man who's gathering orchids from the greenhouse. You want the other uh, yeah. sons or grandsons. Yeah. yeah. He ends up getting attacked by... Uh, the cute little gecko by guys. these cute little lizards, including now, uh, some very big now, black lizards. For you people who might be into reptilian uh, culture, I think they're tokay geckos. Yeah, yeah very yeah. big mm. creatures. They're practically as big as a cat. Yeah. Yeah. You, or maybe... Well, no, the smaller ones. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, yeah the, small, the smaller yeah. ones. But there were some bigger ones yeah. came in so there So they too, knock over the, a yeah. few toxins inside the yeah. greenhouse yeah. And, you, and lock the door. Yeah. Or not lock the door. Li- yeah, they lock the door somehow. Right? I, I really don't know how yeah. the lizards will lock the door. But, yeah. Mm, yeah. They might borrow a big lizard to do that. Yeah, mm. because they're, they're, you know, those big ones. Yeah, those big-ish ones. Those big, uh, whatever anyway, they call Anyway, yeah. he, he collapses and... W- Meanwhile, the um, the old lady I mentioned earlier that was chasing <coughs> butterflies, her husband is going ch- chasing her to find her so she can come to the party. Because he's late for dinner. And lunch, he whatever. gets attacked by a crocodile or an alligator. I'm not sure. Now, which. Tarzan would have been proud. Yeah, well. And wrestle, 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 wrestle. However, we noticed something. On the crocodile's mouth, didn't we? Yeah, a black strip of wa- of leather. Something keeping the crocodile's mouth closed. So it was they used a real alligator, not a rubber one. Yeah, I How, guess they but probably, they strapped its mouth closed so it wouldn't bite the man. I guess they probably <laughs> thought that maybe if we color it black, no one would notice. Well, we did. Uh, you think it would have colored crocodile color? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been a lot anyway, easier. Anyway, or at least get a stuntman to... Because there are people nah, out there who yeah, do wrestle nah, alligators for fun. If you do that, if you get a piece of leather or something and colour it the same colour as a crocodile, you wouldn't have noticed that. But it was like black against white. You could see this band around the crocodile's mouth. Hello, guys. Eventually, the man gets... Uh, the owl gets the upper hand and kills the man. Yeah, and takes him off for the kitties to gobble up. Isn't that lovely? Oh, no, Mr. Hunter. Yeah, yeah soon they get wind that of the man inside the greenhouse dead. So they realise they're up the creek. So they head inside for safety. Oh, just so you guys know, before I, I forget, before this this happened, nights before at dinner time, there was a snake in, in the dining room. Yes, that tried hanging attack from them. the chandelier. But luckily enough, <coughs> Mr. Crockett was able to got shoot it. pistol out there and he shot it straight for the head and he told the servant to pick it up and take it out and let's yeah. see. I think this would have been a red herring yeah. that maybe the animals were trying to um, assess, you know, sending an assassin when you think about it. He could have been a spy. Yeah, maybe. Did a bit of reconnaissance work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, but he got... He did, uh, I wonder if he got a purple heart for that. I don't know, maybe. Uh, poor snake, yeah. Anyway, moving mm-hmm. on. Moving so on, yeah. now the... Um, and the remaining the 
remaining people, they're realizing that they must get off this island quickly. But Mr. Crockett still won't budge. I ain't going to stay here. No stupid creature going to drive me out of my house. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Mm. And anybody, anyone who leaves her a traitor. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. That sort of had a tune. Yeah, Oops. so. Um, no longer Sam. But, yeah. um, Bell, what's her name? Bella? Bella. Bella, the, Bella. the, 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 Bella the and, model lady, um, yeah. And Annabelle, I think, or Mary. Uh, Maybelle. Maybelle. It's, it's funny. Uh, Bella was actually called Maybelle, but she short to Bella. Mm. And she had the same name as the servant, or the cook lady, above Maybelle. So yeah. Bella, who was the model, uh, said to the servants, um, Maybelle the, and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I can't remember this. Uh, uh, you have a choice here yourself. He can't, he can't tell you what to do. If you want to leave and take care of your own safety, Leave and they that, that the three of them just went, yeah. So and the packed the bags and went, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Karen's brother, I don't remember his name, he takes them in the, his um speedboat and take them to yeah, the yeah, mainland, it's Clint, Clint, yeah, yeah, Clint. Clint. Yeah. So when they get there, the place is deserted, yeah, but little, it little, seems little. to hint that these people, whoever lived who were there, what, have recently disappeared because there's something cooking on the barbecue. Just yeah, there, the food looks like it's been um, ready for some time. No, it's, it's, it hasn't been charcoal, so yeah. it hasn't been sitting there for too long. It's actually on the fire, but it hasn't been to- overcooked. So in the past couple of minutes, hmm. something's happened. Yeah, so uh-huh. so some. So a few um, people, they then see birds flying overhead and they do something that's similar to Alfred Hitchcock, I the think. Birds. <laughs> where they start chasing them and we don't see yeah, what never, happens yeah, to them. Yeah, they're running behind a building like they're heading towards the road, but we never see them again. But yeah. later on we see the luggage strewn all over the yeah. ground and open But we stuff. don't see blood or anything No, like we just see the, the open luggage. Like, yeah, they like dropped they the luggage and ran. So they could have... Hailed a car. Yeah. They could have been chewed up by animals and dragged off in the woods. We got no idea. I guess I like to think they. Well, I'll, I'll explain. Say that. Say that for later. Hmm. So anyway, Clint is um as he's he's checking out the place to make sure that see if anyone's survivors well, are around. Yeah, but there's a little grocery store at the jetty. Yeah, there's and, a grocery uh, store where just, you, where you can buy worms and whatever. Well, what another, odd, odds and sods. Yeah, a, little, a little store. Yeah, and. Uh, because there must have been other people who used that jetty to go to their, their homes or, yeah. you know, on islands and stuff. And, there was also yeah. a fish, um, you know, a, a fishing a pole, fishing pole yeah, and, sitting there, and, and dangling in the water, waiting for a fish to nibble on it. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it's. Like the guy just gone. Yeah. Yeah, gone for a, a whiz maybe and didn't come back. Yeah, but. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Very don't. suspicious. But anyway, Clint's looking around yeah, as and Clint's, he comes back. He then notices his. The rope that he tied his boat to has been snared or broken. Yeah, one of the big lizard uh, chewed through it, or I believe. Something. No, we believe one of that big lizard was lying there. That big, dark, speckly lizard. Yeah. I think he chewed and through so it. So the boat is now um, moored in the middle of the um, lake. Here it is. Hang on. The culprit is an Argentine black and white tegu. Okay, I'll take yeah, the word for that's it. That's big lizardy guy. Anyway, his boat is in the middle of the lake. So he... Tries another boat that's near the jetty, but as it turns out, there's no key. So he decides to swim. Yeah, so he swims, but there are some water snakes ah, in the water. Yes, and I know what they are. They're called, called a cotton mouth snake. Cotton yeah. mouth. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if I gather there they can swim and they chased him out to the boat yeah. and he didn't quite make it, did he? Yeah, he, he tried to 
pull himself up, but of course one of the he snakes got, got him bit again. him, yeah. and he, he drowned or died. Or died and And drowned. while this is happening, his wife's watching through binoculars yeah, yeah. and sees him, and she comes down to the... To the water's edge. Water's edge, and she gets attacked by a turtle. Now, now, I, and I got this one for you reptilian people out there, and the, it's called an alligator snapping turtle, and it's a very large type turtle, which I gather... Called being called an alligator, one must have a teeth. huge a huge mouth compared to the ordinary turtle. So do you, do they have teeth or something? What's the alligator suggest to you? Okay, sorry. Chomp, chomp, chomp. That explains a lot. I mean, I would. <laughs> but not... she, she got gobbled up a little bit, and little yeah. cra- we saw a bit later on crabs all over a really bad yeah. dose of crabs. Yeah, I made that joke just last <laughs> night when we were watching it. <laughs> a bit of penicillin or something to go a long way. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we're up. They're up the creek, so to speak. Well, sort of up yeah. the creek in the swamp. Yeah, whatever, and these, same thing. meanwhile, while yeah. this is happening, a lot of those little mini fro- those frogs are starting to get closer and closer to the mansion. Yeah, they're encroaching on the territory. Hmm. Of course, Pink, uh, Mr. Smith, he tries to go f- darts into the shed to get some poison, but it no, seems pet- yeah, no, get pe- petrol. We got to use petrol to. Yeah. yeah, 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 to get them away. But yeah. fortunately, they, they, ran away. they ran away. Like they knew right away. A tactical re- retreat, you know, in the army. Yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, he, uh, Mr. Crockett still refuses to move or even evacuate the uh, mansion. He says that this is he. He's staying. Yada yada yada. And all his the remaining. Um, if his family is staying. The only remaining family is Karen and the her kiddies. sister's two ch- ch- children. And his dog, Colonel. Yeah. yeah. Poor Colonel. Of course, Pickery thinks this is not good. So they, so he gets a shotgun and then he loads both the M kids and Karen into his canoe to get away. And they paddle out into yeah, the water but to get to the mainland. But fortunately, mm. he, they run a snag. And so they had to try to push it. Uh, and he, and this is one of his one of his beefcake shots. We had to take his shirt off. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Yeah, so he Girls. loads himself mm. into the water and pushes the boat. And then one of the snakes from the tree starts attacking. And so he uses one of the oars to the whack bit, it. Hey, I don't know if that really actually works. Snakes are a bit more resilient to that. Yeah. If, if you don't break the neck just behind the head, you're just you're still dead. Yeah. So he was. <laughs> but anyway, like, so we go there. He, yeah. they row on, and eventually they reach the jetty that I mentioned, and yep. of course some of the creatures are still there, as I mentioned. Yeah, yeah they're hanging around. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> they then ha- notice the um, eventually. Um, Bella's um, raining her suitcase, which with her very vibrant yes, outfit it's, it's, she wore. She was a very flashy dresser. Yeah, yes, she's a, a very sort of a clothes. clothing designer slash model. Yes, she's yeah, yeah, exactly right. And, and actually, she suited the role quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, hmm. she's very pretty, and hmm. I like the dress she had on in the evening. It was very low cut. Uh, yeah, How very out, low? But very low. Elvira, eat your heart out. Type <laughs> low. <laughs> that type low. Mm. Anyway, they. Eventually, they head to the main road, or main road, or what the meeting road there, or the road going through there, yeah. and and they and Mister Smith wags down, I mean waves down a a car, a, a, a passing with car with a lady with a little boy in it, yeah, mm. whom as it turns out she was just picking up from summer camp. Or he something. had been at summer camp, and and she says, "I've been on this road for so many hours, I haven't seen a single soul," which indicates maybe this oh. animal thing is spreading. 
Yes, there might be a little, and, and, but she hasn't seen any problems, and little boy didn't see any trouble at summer camp either. Yeah, which could have meant something. Mm, yeah. Anyway, he then pulls out when they're driving down the road. He pulls out a very big um, bull, frog. He's looking a knife out, isn't it big? Yeah. yeah. And ribbit, ribbit. I don't know what happens ribbit, to Pickery or or Picket. Picket or <laughs> the kids or Karen after this, because that's. What, well, they were driving off them. to go to what Jefferson City, I think. So, yeah. so that's the, the last. And the camera uh, goes back to the um, yeah. the mansion. So that's uh, the last time we yeah. see the, those remaining mm. survivors. So I don't know what's going to happen to them. We, the, yeah, well, I like to hey, think room for a sequel. I like to frogs think, too. I like to think Mr. Smith may have reported the incident so he can get the warning out to everyone. Maybe. I think the problem is that it's already happening mm. in more places than there. So. There may not be anyone to warn. Maybe, maybe. Maybe everyone knows about it. Anyway. Anyway, back to along. the mansion. It's night time, and now the frogs have yeah, entered Mr. the mansion. Mr. Crockett's there. He's sitting there. With his dog. And you hear the glass breaks in the, door, in the window or door, and the frogs start to come in. Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit. And if in a very short period of time, there's frogs all over the room, sitting and on bookshelves and yeah, everywhere, record player. You know. And we get a lot of shots throughout the, sh- the scene <clears throat> of the frogs ribbiting and eventually he collapses and we think, he had, a, a we think he had a heart attack yes. and mm. then the frogs jump over his body and then i don't know how to explain this but there was a scene before that scene he he gets a phone call i don't know oh, yeah, how the phone to explain rang, that but the phone was dead so the frogs or somebody had actually stimulated the yeah. wires somehow or other and uh, made the phone ring. We do not know how or why. There's no rhyme nor reason. However. Yeah. Eventually, the, as I said before, once Crockett is passed oh, out and dead, the, the, lights the lights went out of the mansion. Which could only mean uh, he didn't pay the light bill. Uh, or the generator went out. Yeah, and throughout, or whatever. And throughout the credits, we hear just frog noises. Ribbit, ribbit. Yeah, there's no music. There's no nothing. Just ribbit, ribbit. Like if you went to a swamp or somewhere. Just, yeah, and then yeah. as the credits end, we see a, an and, animation of a frog jumping onto the screen, and we see it having a hand protruding from its mouth, and, and he goes it, gobble gobble, and he gobbles it up, and then he jumps off the screen. Off. So cute. Which was probably explains where they probably got the idea for the poster, maybe. I'm but the point is, the f- I don't think there's any problem with frogs and being portrayed as in the ad- advertising mm. as the killers. Because mm. the main threat was the frogs. Mm. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds around this house. And I reckon they were the ones organising the rebellion of the other creatures. I have no doubt, Mike. Yeah, somehow or other. So I've got no problem with that. Yeah. yeah. So a frog, yeah, yeah, you got frogs are underrated. I think they're very, very smart. So anyway, yeah, yeah. this was the first of many eco horror yeah, films yeah. of the seventies, inspired by the surprise box office success of Willard that was done in released oh, he had rats, in nineteen seventy one. Willard had rats. Yeah, yeah. I mean I do I do think it's really cool. And yeah. I think um what's it called? Food of from the gods. Food of the gods. That, yeah, was, that was a H G Wells. Yeah, one, I think H G Wells. And they had Empire of the Ants. That's was another it, one. Was that Jules Verne? No, I think it was I wasn't sure. I'm not sure. I'm not, I, don't I, think, I, don't I may have to do a bit of okay, reading again. Whatever. But, but yeah, it had Empire of the Ants. That was another one where the, the cold he was uh, 
ca- uh, doing Thorny Things? I think things? it was H.G. Wells, I think. Okay. Um, who who wrote The Time Machine? H.G. Wells. Yeah, that w- that's that's him. Go. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my facts mixed up. So. Anyone that leeches, one movie that leeches. But yeah, it's amazing yeah, that yeah. so many writers have gone ahead and used old stories like like Jules yeah. Verne and, and all that stuff. I've said to you many times, a good movie can sometimes develop out of a good story, whether it's a short story or a long story, and they, you know, like uh, Roger Corman used to take those some of those Edgar Allan Poe stories, say I can make a good t- uh, a good movie screenplay out of this, and take it and make it into a screenplay. Like yeah, the one of the the Black Cat one. Mm. Well, that had two stories. One the the uh, yeah something or other the case the Montaliato yeah uh, and, and, and not to mention Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, I Lovecraft like movies. Yeah, yeah, been, stories, um, yeah, yeah. I liked his stories. I liked re- well, Reanimator Lovecraft did that, like that. one. Uh, Lovecraft one was used a couple of years ago, The Whisperer in the Dark or something. Yeah, we did. And that was a Lovecraft one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. so I gotta admit, I do like it that when they bring yeah, in old um, book like that, even if it yeah. was not really appreciated back then. But, but became something yeah, successful but, later but on. Like I said, if he gets to read a good story and stimulates a good, a good visionary, I'll, I'll use that word very nicely. Mm. Visionary uh, who mm. wants to uh, make a movie and he says, "I like that story," uh, and he has a good screenwriter, they can make it come to life. Mm. Uh, instead of let's let's make up a movie storyline, let's write a synopsis. It's already been done. But you've got to admit, Mike, yeah. it's mm. it's mostly the books that I know back then. When whenever I think of um, Jules Verne, I always think of the Time Machine and all that. But it's interesting back then. They, yeah, well, they never put Jules Verne, H.G. Wells, that's like, oh, They never thought stories. about yeah, yeah. ever you thinking about making those other movies like like that one about the food of the gods back in the um, early. 1950s days. I mean, it's it's, well, it's interesting yeah. that up until years later in the yeah. 1970s, mm. they started using they're that looking, idea. They're looking for crap because, I mean, it says, okay, Colgy going bad, radiation's been done with the giant ants and the giant, uh, uh, what are you, oh, all the other giant creatures, yeah. Um, what else? Hey, Colgy, yeah, yeah, this pollution. Point, of yeah, course, yeah, in yeah, Frogs, yeah. unlike um, the not unlike the other movies like Ants and other stuff that deal with giant creatures, this is more dealing with ordinary well, sized yeah. creatures that can yeah. that you never I think are harmless. They've already done the giant creatures with the great ace, as we just said. They just said, okay, let's go on to a Colgy side of it, and the uh, the creatures rebelling against what humankind is doing to the planet. Mm, true. Or their environment. So, yeah. I've got to admit, mm. it's an interesting twist that yeah. takes place on an island and you think that you never know what goes on outside the island. It's just like no. uh, like when you look at... The, the, well, the phone was dead since the beginning of the movie, so yeah. they couldn't find out what was going on. Yeah. It's like the birds. Like when that, like in Alfred Hitchcock's movie, while the birds were attacking the small town, we don't know whether the outs, outside the town, if yeah. they're being yeah. affected yeah. too. No, we, well, we get the impression that was localised. Mm, I true. don't anyway. Yeah. Mm. It happened, and it went away. I gotta admit, I am still impressed that Alfred Hitchcock was able to make the birds, even though I don't like the fact what what went down in this relationship with Tippy. Tippy Hedren. Okay, fine. Mm. We're I know. Not, we're not doing Hitchcock. We are doing this one. Okay? I know, but it's interesting <laughs> that movies like this that deal with creatures that go that start attacking people at random and yeah. and not and 
for more like they just want to yeah, they're just they're, they're rebuilding for something or reason yeah some reason anyway production i can't say too much about production however uh the film was shot in walton county florida hence the the swampy areas and stuff. It must. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, on the uh, right, uh, on the Emerald Coast in and around Wesley House, an old southern mansion located in Eden Garden State Park in the town of Point Washington. Situated on Tucker Bayou off uh, Chocowatchee Bay. I hope that's the right pronunciation. Um, yeah, so... It, like I said, I believe what I found out, what I read, it's everything was done at that mansion and surrounding grounds. Got it. Uh, that's what I think. Um, yeah, that's all I've been able to find out about it. Oh. They didn't say plus a so-and-so studio and so-and-such-such brother somewhere else. It just, that's where it was. So, yeah, localised movie, less, less cost. Uh, now, Sam Elliott had two beefcake scenes in the movie. Uh, and th- these scenes reportedly helped him earned the title role in the 1976 movie Lifeguard. Wow. So obviously, he was a lifeguard in the movie. He looks good with no clothes on. Let's put him in some swimmers. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a boff buddy. I mean... No, he looks good. He, he looks he, he's good. not an Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he doesn't look like me either. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a nice figure for a, guy, a young guy. And yeah, and he's fit and he's yeah. tall. And Considering yeah, yeah. Back, mm. then, um, back then, guys, they, most guys didn't shave their... Except for a few movies out there, they would sh- ask for a shaved, yeah, you know, sh- body. Sh- but yeah, but well, in his case, he didn't sh- shave his chest well, or anything he, he like that. Looked, he looked pretty good, actually. I, mean, I, mean, I wish I looked like I that when I was younger. I guess in the 70s, yeah. they wanted yeah. to make their men look like men. Men, you know, have a hairy ch- uh, a little not, bit of a hairy like chest. Not chest females, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, not make them look like <laughs> um, completely um, bald. Or, I mean, not bald, if that's well, the word. Well, that, that Ray Milan had the wig on. He's bald. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like they at the time back in the in some movies, some mainstream movies, they would often have their men shaved so they can yeah, show yeah. that they they that it will appeal. They didn't to, want a hairy man yeah, to yeah, yeah. Um, a yeah. woman audience or a man audience. Hello. Mm. <laughs> anyway, reception. Here we are. Not much on the critique part, I'm afraid. However. Mm. Frogs received a score of 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, boy. Well, you know, obviously, um, it's a retrograding. They didn't re- they didn't review it back then. They reviewed it now, in the past, say, 10, 15 years or something or other, maybe. So it, it, things have moved on. So, yeah, they, you wouldn't expect to get a great grading on an old movie like that. Now, I'm reading directly from my notes here, folks. So... Now, a, a reviewer from Horror News Net found it odd for a whole film to be titled Frogs when all the killings in the film are done by animals other than frogs and uh, discuss the acting. Sam Elliott is good as always, and we think he's good too. Uh, he manages to feel like the outsider while also feeling like part of the group. It makes his role work in ways that it might not work in someone else's control. Mm. Ray Milland is also fairly good as a patriarch of the Crockett family. He personifies the bull-headed, you listen to me because I'm always right attitude, 
in such a believable manner that you think uh, he is that guy. Mm-hmm. The rest of the cast isn't as great as these two, but their lack of good performances yeah. only helps to make their deaths more fun to watch. Yeah, an interesting <laughs> thing that there was some interesting dialogue between Ray and and Sam in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I think they work quite well together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some interesting dialogue mm. where in some scenes where they're just it's between the two of them that they discuss. Um, Life and survival and, and stuff like things, that. And different things and the dead guy out in the woods and yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, um, he, um, while Ray's character, he doesn't respect life. It's considered, considering the fact he had a trophy room full of animals. Did, uh, yeah, yeah, animal, stuffed animals. And yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah, a, he, animals, and he yeah. doesn't value other people who. He doesn't value anybody except him. And yeah. he values him self above everybody else and his money. While Sam's character is yeah. more, um, he wants to do what's best for everyone. Yeah, he's a nice guy. A good all-rounder. Yeah. Yeah, good aid. Yes. Now, availability. If you want to look at this gem. Okay, right. eBay. There appears to be plenty for sale. Mm. And on Amazon, it's definitely rentable through Prime. And there are some for sale. Um... Uh, so I would say, yeah, other sites, um, streaming sites might have it as well. So, yeah, look, it's worth a look. It's a good, fun movie. Do not expect an A-grade movie. It, I don't think it's quite an A-grade. But it, it's, the, a, it's a good, fun movie for its period. But the mm. um, ex, the um, I do like the fact that there is some, there have some interesting music, if you can call it music. I'm not sure if it's music. Yeah, the soundtrack, yeah. yeah it, was it, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. yeah, it worked really well. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's worth a watch if you can get it, if you rent a copy, stream it maybe from somewhere. Uh, yeah, if you really want it, it, it's not, not expensive to buy a DVD. Come on, come on, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's new and used ones around, probably. Uh, I even saw an old laser disc of the frogs, for crying out loud, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if those of you guys got an old laser disc player, you might well get one of those, too. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, it's um, it's a good, fun movie, and typical of movies of that kind from that period. Mm. That's, that's, I think it was, but it was done well. It wasn't done... You know, some come come over a bit cheap and nasty. I don't think it came over as cheap yeah. and nasty. I also think no. um, the you know the scene where Omar, some of our survivors got attacked, probably attacked by birds. I like to think they may have survived and I'll probably like got picked they, up they, by they a car. Yeah, I would like to think so, but there's there's there no blood. There's no nothing. They don't know what happened to yeah, them. Yeah, they probably used the, um, either one or both the MP, other people's bags as a shield against the um, don't know. creatures. Don't know. I don't know. Well, can't that's, say well, that's can't say know. what may have happened. It was left up to the viewer <laughs> to uh, figure out. Ooh, what I mean, there? Mm-hmm. those people seem to vanish just like um, the people on the jetty vanished. Well, yeah, there were a man in the shop there or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I can't think of anything else we can talk about here. Yeah. So, how do you want I? to rate it now? Yes, we do. Let's roll into the um, the grading. Gee, crikey. See, I, I, like I, said, I don't, I don't like to salt measure movies up across the board. I like to do it in their genre and their time period. Mm. And so, for its period back in the seventies, I've seen some downright dogs made back in that period, and that, and I wouldn't bother watching them. This is a watchable movie. It may not be an A grade movie. It's got some good actors in it. 
two main leads. Uh, you have to you have to you have to say Ray Milan. He was he was a veteran. He knew how to act. And Sam um, uh, was a great lead. Sam Elliott was a great lead, and he had mm. he had some good uh, acting up his sleeve prior to this movie. Mm. So they really held the show together. The mm. film was good. The locations were good. The script wasn't too bad, actually, considering it's one of those sort of movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a nine and a half. I'm going to give it a nine and a half too, mm. mostly because I do like the um, how Elliot portrays his role in this movie. Yeah, he's believable. I mean, I mm. like the fact that way to the opening mm. bit, we we open on him, and we think it's all centered around him, and he's the stranger to the rest of the um um the rest of the cast. Yeah, and it's just like when you look at. I know that you don't like me talking about it, but uh. Uh, it makes me think of of. The birds, because we 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 open on Tippy, some character, yeah. and we all think that this whole thing is centered around her with the birds and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is like with um with with Elliot's character, where mm. this all mm. happens because he appears, and we think uh-huh. this is all coming from his perspective. But it wasn't. He was just an innocent bystander. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's um that's my theory. I, I mean, think, yeah. I like to think that when you when a stranger comes to a, an area, you think he, there's something about him. Something that, wicked this way comes. Or he may uh, not be involved in any way. He may turn out to be an innocent who just becomes happens to be there who, and becomes a hero who becomes the perspective of the audience. Like he's everyone's seeing what. Like seeing what's going on through his, his eyes. eyes and through the frog's eyes. Yeah, see, the frogs didn't get. See, that's another point too. The frogs didn't get any credits. Oh. And they had speaking parts. Ribbit, 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 ribbit. ribbit, ribbit. ribbit. And <laughs> I imagine the handler who was looking after the frogs and breeding them for this production mm-hmm. probably got credit. Obviously. He's probably got a restaurant that serves frog legs. <laughs> Big ones. <laughs> anyway, so um, feel free to watch this movie. No, it's good. Look, it's a good fun watch, As guys. As I said yeah, in the yeah, past, yeah. guys, do not go by our perspective. You no. just feel free to lay down what you guys think if, about the. If frogs. you don't mind watching old horror sci-fi's and stuff from the seventies, and I'll say a better one, and I'll say uh, audio quality is brilliant on this. It's some of those movies that period. Uh, echoey, they don't, they, they weren't recorded probably. This was done as professional as you could get, as good as an A movie. Though it doesn't quite measure up to an A movie. Yeah. It's good quality B movie. Yes. So yeah, it's worth a watch. It's a good fun thing. Basic script, basic dialogue, basic plot. It works really good. Yes. Mm. So, so that's a, watch. so that's about it for us tonight. Mm. So I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. I and did. And I hope we see you guys for the next one. So this is Sarah Stevenson. Hey, what's my name? Oh, and Michael. Yeah. Saying, Robert. Robert, 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 Robert. See you Bye. guys next time.